And does Donald Trump do your head in? That's the title of this episode. But a better title would have been, and I can't use this because it's too long, a better title would have been um, If He Didn't Do Your Head In. Um, Would that be better? (laughs) Well, for him, at least. (laughs) Maybe he's making a lot of sense for what he wants to achieve. Um, If he suddenly started uh, creating utterances the likes of which which you would expect from Obama. How long would he last? Um, he, He wouldn't get elected later in the year, this year. If elections are even held, coronavirus might knock out democracy on that front. Um, and and I think the big bluff that is making him a billionaire, you know, that might uh, be seen through too. You know, this episode, sort of, for fun, explores the possibility that Donald Trump is saying all the right things at all times in riding his instincts and being inconsistent um, he's doing the right thing for what his aims are you know, his very inconsistency is his consistency he's consistent in his inconsistency let's go If I was a Kenyan and I worked in a quarry up north somewhere near the Somalian border, um, this happened, by the way, to some Kenyans not too long ago. Um, If I was a Kenyan and I was working in a quarry and El Shabaab came storming in. They're terrorists. And they put us up against the wall. And um, they said, I want you guys to make some sense. You know, so make, to make some sense that is going to keep you alive, um, I want you to uh, declare that um, one plus two equals four. I want you to uh, say that you are a son of Satan. And I want you to say that the coronavirus um, was invented in a laboratory in Melbourne, Australia, and then planted across into China in order to try and bring down the Chinese economy. Now, if 
I was against that quarry wall if I was a Kenyan. Um, and Al Shabab was demanding I say these things or get hacked to death. I'd probably be thinking about my kids and my wife and all that sort of thing, and I'd, I'd probably say all those things with a straight face. Now, would I be making sense? Well, on one level, yes, and on another level, no. Okay, so there's more than one way of making sense. Surely. Um, I'd be making no sense within the context of my utterances, uh, that's for sure. But I'd, make, I'd be making a hell of a lot of sense in terms of my bigger picture aim, which would be staying alive. Okay, moving along right now from Al Shabab to Donald Trump. Uh, being a bit mischievous there. Uh, now, Donald Trump. Uh, now, he's presented with a similar choice. Really, I think. Um, he can make utterances that make sense within themselves and lose office pretty quickly and never make another dollar. Never win another deal. That's one choice. Yeah, it's one option yeah, that he could make when trying to choose what sort of utterances to make day in, day out, in front of the camera, at rallies, on Twitter. Um, or he can make utterances that are absolutely ridiculous, akin to saying things like one plus two equals four, yeah, and that he's the son of Satan, and that coronavirus was um, manufactured in Wuhan in order to bring the Western world down, and, uh, and China was happy enough to sacrifice a few of their own in order to trigger all of that, and so on and so forth. Yeah. I don't know if Donald Trump has actually uttered those things, uh, but... He's uttered a, a lot of things that are a lot, a lot more bad, a lot more nuts. Yeah, he's uttered a lot of other things that are a lot more crazy. Um, now, his choices are, you know, to make utterances that are very consistent, consistently ridiculous. You know, in terms of their internal consistency, these utterances, you know. Um, and um, that's one of his choices, continue making those utterances um, and keep winning. Yeah, everything, have everything he touches continue to turn to gold, even in the worst possible situations, you know, in the middle of a virus, all that sort of thing, in some senses, go crazier. Yeah. If times get tough, go even crazier. Yeah. Um, he's got a choice to do all that. Yeah. Because he's up against the quarry wall, Donald Trump. And Al Shabab, sorry, the voting public of America has got a gun pointed at his head. It's got 200 million guns, 300 million guns pointed at his head in terms of, you know, their voting 
preferences and they're saying keep saying the stupid stuff and uh, we won't shoot you so he keeps saying the stupid stuff you know and um, is the stuff he's saying making sense well I've heard people saying this guy's making no sense well he's He's speaking nonsense in terms of one species of making sense. But he's making perfect sense in terms of another type of making sense. And that other type of making sense is um, the desire to, well not get shot, but putting a positive spin on that, um, to win. Now, when if I was a Kenyan up against a quarry wall and I walk out of there alive and get to go home to my wife and kids, um, whatever I said to El Shabab as I stood there... Um, Regardless of the, whether those utterances made sense or not, they made sense. Yeah, you know, they didn't make one sort of sense, but they made another sort of sense, and quite likely a more important type of sense. And Donald Trump, you know, when he makes his utterances, uh, they tend to not make sense within themselves. Yeah. Um, there, things he says are inconsistent, you know. Um, he, he almost lives in, a, in the moment. I think he's a bit smarter than a child, but he lives in the moment like a child in a way. He shoots from the hip. He speaks off the cuff. He rides his instincts. Now, you might say that's a ridiculous way to go about things, um, and if you do go about things in that way, especially if you're a world leader, you're making no sense. You're getting people killed. A whole lot of bad things are happening. Yeah. But if, if none of those things are a concern for you and your only concern is winning, then all those utterances are making perfect sense. Um, their very inconsistency is their consistency. That's what I think. Yeah. Um, if Donald Trump started making sense, that would make no sense. You know, two different types of senses there. That would make no sense. Um, and I do think he would lose his magic touch. I think he'd, be, he'd lose his presidency almost immediately, um, the voting public would turn away from him in droves if he started making sense. If he started making Obama-style speeches, I, I think he'd lose in a landslide. I, I think his business would start crumbling uh, because that's built on bluff too, I'm fairly certain. Um, his deal-making powers, his deal-making Kavorka would desert him, yeah. a lot of things would go wrong. If Donald Trump 
started um, making sense, that wouldn't make as much sense as me standing up against that quarry wall and um, standing on my dignity and saying, listen, I say one and two is three. Hack. There goes my arm. And even as I'm bleeding profusely, they say, swear that you're the son of Satan, you know. And I might say, no, um, I give my heart to Jesus. Hack. Right through my guts. And as I watch my guts glistening in the hot sun on the quarry floor, um, but my heart, you know, is still beating for another few seconds. Um, uh, Al-Shabaab says, you know, this would be, well, I've lost track whether I'm Donald Trump or that Kenyan against the wall now. But um, if Donald Trump is asked, uh, how do you think this virus started? Now, he may say at the, in the moment, at any instant in time, you could ask him on a Tuesday and he might say, I think it started because some guy ate a bat in Wuhan province and I think it's the Wuhan virus, you know. And, um, they say, and people say, why don't you call it the coronavirus? He says, because, it's, because a guy ate a bat in Wuhan. That makes it the Wuhan virus. It's the China virus. You know? And they say, yes, but why did you do that? And he says, because I just told you, and that makes sense. You know, and the person interviewing him says, that doesn't make sense. Scientifically, it's more correct to call it a coronavirus, you know. Or COVID-19, why are you, I ask you again, why are you calling it a China um, virus? And he might say, because it makes a hell of a lot of sense for me to call it the China virus, and not only that, to think of it as the China virus. I'm riding my instincts here, and my instincts tell me it makes sense to call it a coronavirus. It makes sense to call it a China virus right now. Yeah, so don't be a cutie pie. <laughs> Yeah, that's what he might say. And then on the Wednesday, yeah, the day after, I think I always said Tuesday before, but on the on the Wednesday, the same reporter might come up to him and say, how do you think that virus started, President Trump? And he said, I think it started in a lab. I think it's a conspiracy. You know, he may say that the very next day. And the reporter says, ha, gotcha. You know, yesterday you said that you thought it was started by a guy eating a bat. And he said, I am saying today um, that it got started, you know, I just have this feeling. He always says that, I have this feeling it was started in a lab, you know, and that um, it escaped. In fact, they let it go on purpose and killed a whole lot of their own, the Chinese. It's China virus still. Um, uh, and that makes sense to me. And the guy says, you know, the reporter is just... Uh, just can't believe what he's hearing and says, no, listen, you just cannot get away with saying this. And Donald Trump says, come over to this TV monitor, Mr. Reporter, cutie pie reporter. See that worm there on that computer screen? Yes, said the reporter. Um, notice as soon as I said that, the worm, that my approval rating just went up 1% as a result of me saying that thing just then. Yes. He said, well, then, 
what I said just then made that worm go up 1%. Therefore, what I said just then made sense. And when I said that other thing yesterday, that made it go up 2%. I went up 2% and 1% in two, you know, in two days. How high has your approval rating gone in the last two days? He said, I'm not even a president. He says, that's right, you're just a worm. Uh, where things um, sort of take off into crazy land even more is uh, when someone like Donald Trump comes along. And I'm not saying this is true of Donald Trump himself. We'll never know now because coronavirus has messed up everyone's predictions. You know, there, there, there were people who were saying Donald Trump had the right formula. You know, his crazy land formula was working. It's getting the economy going again, you know, the American economy, not the Australian economy. He was throwing us under a bus, actually, when coronavirus hit. You know, I was hoping to see the back of him, but that's just because I'm an Australian and he had no loyalty to Australia, Donald Trump. He still doesn't. You know, if he could cut a good deal with someone he hated, um, he'd sell his own grandmother down the river. If he was able to cut a good deal with President Xi, um, Xi, you know, whatever his name is, in China, um, he'd cast Australia adrift in a minute in the process of making America great again, you know. Um, forget the friendship, you know. So I, I had no time for Donald Trump. He wasn't good for Australia. But, look, there are people who argue that he was on the right track for America, and obviously there were people who were arguing equally, equally well that he was sending America down the gurgler. But the point is all the predictions have been thrown out the window now. They've been messed up by coronavirus. So no one will ever know whether, you know, anyone who thought he was on the right track can continue to think that now and you can't prove them wrong. And anyone who, you know, was sure that he was sending America down the gurgler, well, you can't. You, know, you can't talk them out of that either. But um, wouldn't it have been funny um, if, by making no sense, Donald Trump had made America great again? Um, and wouldn't it be funny, you know, let's put all that aside, and wouldn't it be funny even given coronavirus he manages to pull it off? Um, and the history books sort of write, you know, um, record that, my goodness, any other approach wouldn't have worked. You know, we needed a mad scientist, <laughs> not a mad scientist, we needed a madman at the top. But a madman, you know, who knew how to trust his instincts, um, you know, who'd got to his 70s and had, tr had rode his instincts all the way to wealth, fortune and then the presidency. You know, that guy knew... You know, he knew something you didn't know, intelligent person. You know, um, there's method in his madness and all that sort of stuff, you know. Where it takes off into crazy land is when a crazy approach actually works in sensible land and everyone becomes better off for it. Yeah. But, you know, we have to wait for history to play out first. We have to, well, we probably have to see if coronavirus doesn't knock Trump off for a start. There may be no Donald Trump within a month. 
They maybe know me within a month, you know. All bets are off at the moment. Okay. And all you great prophets, whether you loved Donald Trump or you hated him, you have no way to know whether um, he had the right formula or not. You, know, you, can, you can argue amongst yourselves about that one till the cows come home. Uh, but I'm finished. Trump making sense. Uh, I should do that sort of thing more often. Where, you know, it's almost like a devil's advocate game uh, where most of the world or half the world thinks one thing and just to create, and for no, re no reason other than to create, um, you know, a bit of Irish troublemaking um, controversy. <laughs> uh, yeah, a new interesting angle for an episode. Um, you just go the opposite.